Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Dan Van Kirk. Yes. From Dumb People Town, and we've got Adam from Adam Ruins Everything. Adam Conover on the show this Hello. week. Hello. Good time in Dumb People Town, right? I mean, you like to make people smarter. When they finish watching your show That's what and try to do. listen to your podcast, they try and be smarter. We are going to not be focusing on those people in this, <laughs> in this episode. No, but we are going to focus on possibly the greatest eyewitness to any one of our stories. Mulver. 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 The first story Mulver. has one of the greatest Dumb People Town characters everywhere ever and he didn't actually do anything wrong <laughs> check it out Okay. Hi, Allie. Georgia. Allie. Is that you? Is that you? It is. Oh my God. What is this? I think it's Slumber Party with Allie and Georgia. I believe it is. Yeah, I think you're right. Hey, hey everyone. Thanks for listening to Slumber Party with Allie and Georgia. This is Georgia. This is what my voice sounds like. This is Allie. I'm over here. Hi. You guys can't tell us apart, apparently. Yeah. Four years, you guys. Come on. And I have the... Like, we were listening to our episode to edit it yesterday. Yeah. And my voice is so distinct and annoying to me. I don't know how... People can't tell us apart. I am going to wager that you are more familiar with your voice than other people are familiar. Probably. You know what I mean? Yes. When you listen to your own voice for almost 23 years now. Oh, yeah. 20, 23. Almost 24. 24 in June. I know. No, wow. I'm getting so old. Uh, hey, Allie. Yeah. What did you learn this week? Oh, I learned something that's kind of insightful, but kind of a mystical bummer. I love it. Okay. Are you ready for this a mystical like bummer? My favorite kind oh, of bummer. Oh, shit. Okay. So mantras in transcendental meditation. Yeah. You know how they're kind of mystical and they're like given to you. I love yeah. that. I'm like, you know how when you get a, a mantra. <laughs> so L.A. <laughs> you okay. know when you pay someone to give you a mantra. Right. So if you like learn how to meditate, like someone gives you a mantra and they like whisper it in your ear and like you can't tell anyone your mantra. And, and like, it's a thing that when you're meditating, you are. It's what you focus on. So you don't focus on other things. Right. It's like you say like hoobity loobity hoobity loobity. You just gave away your oh, mantra. No. I found out where they came from. Really? And I don't like mine. So tell me. It just, you would think it would come from like your eye color and like the sign of the unicorn. It just comes from the year you were born. I'm so pissed. Does everyone from the year 19, what, what was I, 1990? Sure. Right. Uh, have the same <laughs> mantra? No, it's like, it, I think it's a little bit based on gender and based on year, but apparently that's readily available via Google. And but you know what? But the point is, it your mantra does not matter. You know you what I'm going to do? sit down and say, repeat a thing. I'm going to say my, I'm going to tell everyone my mantra <gasps> because I don't like it and I don't use it and I don't care. I already know what it is. How do you know? Okay. Well, one, two, three, say it wrong. One, Sh two, three, shrimp. How'd you know? Because I looked yours up too. <laughs> I was so like, it's just available? It's available. Oh, Teo, but you're on notice. Our meditation teacher. Listen, the point is that meditating is probably good for your brain very much if you just sit and like clear your mind and like say a thing. But I also think if you don't like your mantra, it's probably cool if you just say anything. I'm done with my mantra. I don't say it. I say like, I say relax. Relax. That's relax. great. That's what I say. Anyway, that's what I learned. I'm sorry, you guys, but I also think it's liberating in a way. <laughs> it, I feel so much better. Me too. I want my money back. Um, no. No, I learned how to meditate. The, the mantra meant nothing about it. Anyways, mine actually, the thing I learned this week is similarly meditative. Oh. Do you know what ASMR is? I bet you do. I do. Of course you do. It's so it's I just learned what this is and it's fucking incredible. In my like forever search to cure my insomnia, 
this is just another one I can pile on that won't you I that won't work. So it's great. It's aut- uh, autonomous sensory meridian response. Yes. It's a euphoric experience characterized by a static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and the upper spine, precipitating relaxation. What the fuck does that mean? Basically, you listen to uh, someone whispering and and someone um, like it's like a whisper that is like a tingling sensation in your brain and uh, it, it creates relaxation. And so it, someone said it sounds like um, it's like incredibly satisfying and it sounds like bubbles in your head and they compare it to getting a scalp massage, but the sensation is on the inside. There's a Vice article about it that you can read right. if, you, if you Google it. Um, and there's also apps you can download for insomnia that you just plug in your earphones and it just whispers at you, which is weird because I've been listening to this new pod, this podcast called Sleep With Me that is just this guy in a, a monotone, comforting voice telling a meandering, pointless story. And I realize it's like and us. I fall asleep. Yes, yeah, like, I fall asleep immediately when I listen to it. And that's it's just ASMR. Well, do you not everyone experiences the right. braingasm, as they call right. it? Right. Not everyone can, can feel it. Some people will listen to these ASMR videos and be like, what? There's just some girl. Like a lot of them are, are women being like, just like uh, transactions in a shop. Where yeah. It's like, here, let me bag your groceries. And then they're like crinkling things. And some people are like, what's this bitch talking about? But other people are like, it's the best. And then it's feeling. like, why does this have three million views? It's so boring. Right. And it's like, well, because the people who can feel it. The first time I saw an ASMR video, I thought it was a comedy video. And I was like, this is the m- most dry, <laughs> like poignant, hilarious comedy. And then I was like, oh, people are <laughs> people are getting brain tingles from this. Anyway, okay, let's ask our guest. Hey, let's ask our guest what she learned. Our guest is so important. We can't deal with it. She's no. amazing. We love her. Um, we're huge fans. She is a screenwriter. She is the uh, co-creator and producer of my favorite show, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. She also wrote... Devil Wears Prada, uh, Morning Glory, which I saw in the theaters with my parents and mm-hmm. I loved. Um, How did she do it? She is uh, an amazing screenwriter and we love her. Aline Brush McKenna. Hi! Hi! You're here! You're Hi. here! Woot woot! Thanks for being um, on Slumber Party. Um, so does my thing I learned have to be like some sort of Esalen hippy dippy? Because you no. guys really went, came strong with no. kind of Ours, like... Yeah. like woo-woo stuff. We did. some. A lot of times we talk about like praying mantis facts or like murder facts, but we just happen to okay, get Okay, I, I got a practical. I got something very practical. Get I it love it. When you're making a burger, are either of you vegetarian? Absolutely no. not. Okay. When you're making a burger, do you salt the meat while you're mixing the burger meat or after the bur- the patty is formed? I'd say after the patty is... F- no. Yeah, I'd say after the patty is formed. I toss yeah. it in there getting mishmash. Well... It turns out that it's important, nay, critical, to put the salt on after the burger's already formed. What the hell's up with that? Because if you put it in before it's formed, that it uh, the proteins start to dissolve inside the burger, and it makes it spongy and sausagey. <gasps> there you fucking go. I bet that's the same with like meatballs, probably too, right? That I don't know, but I will tell you that I'm making burgers for my kids tonight. So I looked it up online, and that's what I learned. That's a good one. That's Hot a practical. Damn. Season liberally with salt and pepper after you have formed and loosely formed the patty. I mean, you already know that. You're not supposed to work the meat too much and right. heat it with your hands and all that. Loosely form the patty, salt and pepper the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's a good ASMR video. Just mm. 
forming patties. Patty and then sizzling patties might work for that. Yeah. Too. Sizzling patties might work. Yeah. Oh, then you just get hungry and I can't sleep though. Too. Right. Oh, that's true. How yeah. many kids? Are you the first? I think you're like the second person on the podcast who has children, and I want to know everything about having children. Yeah, please. what's that? Like? Is there an age? Is there has there been an age limit up to this point? No, no. we're all just broken people who right. don't have relationships and have chil- don't have children. Super unlovable. Yeah, and incapable. Inca- we can't even take care of ourselves. Um, we have reproduced twice. Wow. We have two boys. They are 13 and 16, <gasps> and they're the greatest. Are you ever. so happy you had boys? You know, um, I didn't really have an opinion going into it, and I uh, had always hoped in some ways to have a girl because I'm like a big shopper, and I love stuff, and I love bags, and I was excited to have someone who would love stuff and bags. Yeah, a girlfriend. Bags. Um, (laughs) Bags are so important. And I don't know, that was very gender normative of me to even think that. Um, (laughs) But then, so when I was pregnant the second time, I went to the doctor, and she said, you're having a girl, and I went and I bought a little pink outfit, and I gave it to my husband, and I was like, oh, we're having a girl. And then we went back for a more detailed ultrasound, and the doctor, uh, you know, was looking around and she said, you're if, if this is a girl, she has a rather large penis. <laughs> and so we ended up our second child is not only a boy. He's a very um, well, I, you know, we don't come. We can't comment on that. But right. He is a very tall, uh, substantial fellow. There's no there's no mistaking him. There for is not. No, no, no. I think that. I would I wouldn't care if I have a girl or a boy if when I have kids, but I don't want a teenage girl ever. Why? I don't want me because you I just skip the, it. You can send her away. I can, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You Ship can her off her. at twelve. Like I know as like as penance for what a terrible person I was when I was a teenager to my parents. Here's an idea. What if you raised her differently? I could totally not raise her like my mom raised us. <laughs> because that was you know, that you, was I you gotta tell get, you something though, I have a lot of friends with teenage girls, obviously. It doesn't really matter what kind of parent you are. <laughs> really? They're horrible. Oh, my God. They're horrible. I They're bet you horrible. anything I'll have a girl. They're horrible. When They're do they... so mean to their moms. Yeah. They're so nasty, so critical. If they're too well-dressed, they hate it. If they're not well-dressed, then they're just like constant stream of invective and Joan Rivers-like <laughs> satire. And then you're also financially supporting them, and you're cooking meatballs for them and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Boys are fantastic. My boys are delight. Oh, uh, yeah. dude. Yeah. How do I... <laughs> Both my siblings have had boys, so maybe, fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm not pregnant or anything, FYI. Good, good to know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm sure you could always sell it on eBay if you get a girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Upcycle it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I still want to. I still would have wanted it. Okay. Yeah, get some bags I'll take another one. Upcycle it is the funniest thing I've ever You know, speaking of births, let's ask a slumber party question. Let's do it. This is a slumber party question we call, it was my birthday. It's based off of Yelp reviews that are supremely bitchy because people weren't treated well at the Cheesecake Factory on their birthday. Because it was my Birthday. birthday. So, um, do you have a birthday story? Like, what did you do your last birthday? Do you have a really? Did you have a great birthday one year? Did you have a shitty birthday one year? Kids' birthdays. I always assume that kids' first birthday. I'm not going to talk about kids the whole time. I'm just like, let's talk about really something. Your your ovaries have really come to play today, dude. I think that I'm something's happening. Something is definitely happening. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I was at um, Starbucks, and this little like three-year-old was walking around and like mistook me for his mom and like put his little hands on my legs and then I died. You should have sued him. And then he died. It was like the kid. Okay. So so I, birthdays, I tend to celebrate rather lightly. Um, But the thing that I associate with birthday celebrations is I'm very pleased that I'm out of the phase of my life where... Um, there was like, there's a good solid 10 years of your life where you have the birthday fuck over. 
<laughs> where somebody invites you to a restaurant and you have to pay for yourself. No. <sighs> and I mean, I would say that, you know, that was from like the age of 22 to about 35. Wow. You're going to these places. You guys know what I'm talking about. Like they're saying yeah. we're meeting at La Poubelle mm-hmm. and then... The bill comes and like no matter what you have, you're splitting it with ten people. Yeah. So you might as no. well, by the way, order the like high end whiskey and the you know the steak because you're gonna end up sp- splitting it equally. And then we used to call this the fifty dollar fuck over. And <laughs> you just the bill is coming, and then you know people are going to. And we actually did a, a song about this, the group hang, where you're sort of divide. Then you're gonna divide the check. It's gonna be unfair. And when I was about twenty five or twenty six, I had. Um, I was writing with a partner who was who was a bit older than me, and we had his dinner uh, at La Poubelle. And there were about like 15, 20 guys there. They're mostly guys. And so as the dinner was ending, I don't know why I got designated to be the bill person. Like I had to talk to my shrink about how to not ever again be me the too. bill person. <laughs> so I'm holding that. the bill, and you know what's happening, which is like people are coming up to me and like handing me a 20 and leaving. No. And uh-uh. I'm like... Mm-mm. It's not twenty. It's forty eight dollars. So people are like handing me money and leaving. Everybody leaves. My partner, who was older than me and like had a little bit more money than he, obviously I'm not going to tell him because it's his birthday. Right. And I'm looking at the bill, which I remember was three hundred seventy-two dollars. Oh, I love that you remember. And in I my know. hand, I have about a hundred and eighty <gasps> bucks. Holy oh, shit! And I'm like, okay, I'm twenty-five years old. I don't have a lot of money. I'm like, I'm just going to cover this myself somehow. I don't know how. Also, because like for me to put that on my card at the time was like, oh, I don't even know if that's going to work. Yeah. And I was sitting there with tears in my eyes and a friend of his, who if he listens to comedy podcasts, his name is Rob Cohen. He's a very funny comedy writer. And he just looks over at me, comes over to me, takes the bill out of my hand and goes and pays it with his credit card. Oh, what an angel. Yeah. So I'm very glad that I'm out of that phase. I once went... I once went, I was overdrawn on a date that a guy asked me out on because he was like, let's split the bill. And oh, I was like, I don't know. I, I had like, I had a hundred dollars in my account at the time and it was like 110 oh. and I didn't want to go out with him again. Did it didn't. go through? It went through, but I got overdraft charge. You made out with him though, right? A little bit? I think I made out with him. Yeah. Which yeah. Is I I was one like, of my very close friends is Allie Adler, who's the um, EP of, of Supergirl. Yeah. And I remember one time we had dinner and it was like somewhere kind of expensive and she just grabbed the bill and paid it. You know, I was going to split with her and she gra- grabbed the bill and paid it. And I said, why are you paying? And she goes, because we're 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It is nice to get like, I was shocked because 35 feels like too old to be doing that. Yeah. To be no, splitting. No, no. It, it, the, the, the $50 fuck over persisted. For some people, way long. Yeah. And then you would be get this invite and be like, really? We're all going to the Palm? It's like, yeah. this is going to be $75, and I'm going to have, you know, and you know you're going to have the Caesar salad, totally. and somebody else is going to have the prime rib. It's just... Well, for my bachelorette party, that's why I chose a place that you had to go order at the counter. So no one's going to get fucked over. Everyone can right, order what yeah. they want. I can drink for free because everyone's offering me fucking drinks. But no one's getting fucked over. But in the case um, of a group of a group hang birthday, you yeah. also bring a gift, though, right? You should also yeah, bring a gift, well, or is your gift? I'm here eating prime no, rib with I, you. Uh, I think it's like you yeah, get I, free prime rib, <laughs> right? I you get someone it. else to pay for your food, basically. <sighs> yeah, no, but I'm One glad that that those 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 anxious days. The fifty dollars fuck over is yep. like I love I know, that. That's I know. A thing. What would be your perfect day? Perfect day start to finish. You wake yeah. up. And it doesn't have to be your birthday. Just any day. You wake up, you're anywhere. You can do anything you want. You can well, eat we had some. Per- we just recently went to Hawaii. 
Ooh. And that was pretty great. I find it hard to live life without a breakfast buffet. For like <laughs> two yeah. weeks after I get back from Hawaii, I'm like, I want to go downstairs <laughs> and have little crispy muffins and papaya. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So that, that you know, and then sort of those days where your entire concern is like, what am I going to read when I'm sitting under an umbrella? <sighs> I mean, I know that's a cliche. No, it's not. But I do, I do enjoy that. And then, um, you know, doing stuff as a family is really fun you know when there's when their kids are little it's it's exhausting it's so exhausting like I remember when my son was a baby and um my older son was like two or three and we put the older son in the car and I was holding the baby in my hand and I looked at my husband and I was like can we call Anna our babysitter was like on a Sunday I was like can we call Anna and have her drive out and just put this baby in the car and then she can leave but I just can't <laughs> face like you're so exhausted when your kids are little and then you reach a phase when they're about when the little one's like five or six where you're like fully functional you can go anywhere you can go and I remember the day we got in the car and everybody put everybody got open their own car door Aww. sat down and put on their own seatbelt huge and I was like we're in business <laughs> So we're in a really good phase right now where the kids are like, they still like us. And so like, they still like we're going to go see Jungle Book this weekend, all four of us. And like, we like to go to sushi and Aww, they um, eat sushi. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do they ever? They're L.A. Oh, kids. Yeah. yeah. Like, I totally. Totally. My biggest regret, my son's bar mitzvah was over the weekend. My biggest regret was didn't get enough sushi. It was gone, <laughs> it was gone in like 10 minutes. It was literally gone ten minutes. How was his kids were like piling sushi on their plate? It was great. It was really fun. It was really great. I love it. it Did he great. have a theme? I feel like I'm literally talking to you guys from the other end of the universe. We're like older people with children and what that's like. No, it's great. I'm it's, loving it. We should. I am of the age where I should have like a 15 year old. I just <laughs> didn't. I just don't have a boyfriend, so I haven't quite. I, I would really like to get a dog, you but have I'm not time. there yet. I actually started, I mean, to be honest with you, like I started, I had my first son when I was 32, which I feel like in LA makes me like basically a teen mom. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm the youngest, in his grade, I'm always the youngest mom there. It's yeah. it's, it's amazing, wow. yeah. Because people in rush? LA, like professional women, yeah. they often have their first kid when they're 39 or whatever. Oh, it's, not, it's not unusual at all. I want to hear, because I'm, I'm having that like crisis of like, do I, don't I, can I wait 10 years? No, I absolutely cannot. And like, My best scary. friend, Kate, is um, the person that uh, inspired 27 Dresses. Yeah. And um, she was single, 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 single. And in fact, when we made the movie, she was still single. And I was like, oh, this movie's going to come out. Oh, it's going to be single. <laughs> and it's going to be a bummer. Show up to the premiere single. While we were making the movie, right after we make the movie, she found the man that she was meant to be with. She got pregnant on their honeymoon. Whoa. She had a baby. And at the premiere of the movie, she had, and I think she was, I don't want to speak for Kate, but I think she was 37, 8, 9 when she had her first baby. I love hearing that. And her baby had been, was three weeks old, and I sent a car for her, and they came in a limo to the premiere, and it was the first place she'd gone since the baby was born. Oh, oh that's my adorable. God. But Kate was single, 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 and she had her, I think she was she was in her late 30s, and her husband was in his early 40s when they How did they kids. meet? She met him at a party. She was my, like, she it, she, it, she was single in a way that, like, hurt my soul. Oh. Like, I love oh. her so much. <laughs> She's a perfect human being, and I couldn't understand. Like, I would be married to her in five seconds. I totally get that. And she had all these, like, amazing dating ex escapades. And she was in, like, she wasn't in 27 weddings, but she was in way too many weddings. She's, like, a 
people people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be to get that highly ranked with that many people, <laughs> like 12 or 13 people want you to yeah. be in their wedding. Yeah. Um, and so her singleness was like, I remember she broke up with a, go- a guy and her roommate, um, this woman, Kayla Alpert, who's a brilliant writer, um, she broke up with this guy and Kayla and I cried and we oh went God. to a vintage store and bought her a cashmere sweater because we just wanted to find something to comfort her. <laughs> oh and we were so upset that this guy had dumped her that Kayla and I cried. I love oh, it. Oh, man. I have girlfriends where like, and I know this is like, this is such a cliche to say this, but I fucking mean it. And with Allie too, where I'm like, well, you're too good for everyone. Like oh, you're that's just nice of you. You're too like all my girlfriends, and I'm like, well, you can't find anyone because guys all they all suck, and you're uh, just too good. There's a lot of guys that are like almost forty and still DJing in LA, and I just I don't know what to do about that. You know, <laughs> I don't know. So you say, what do you do? And they say, oh, I'm a DJ, and you say, what do you really do? <laughs> yeah, says the girl podcasting right now. <laughs> but still, but how do how do your friends feel when you because you write so authentically about women, which is, you know, why I love Crazy X, why, why I love your movies. But how do your friends feel when you kind of pluck experiences from... Um, well, Kate, Kate, in Kate's case, she was a consultant on the movie. She has a credit on the movie. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, but, you know, writers are, I, my friend Peter said, you know, writers are assassins. You know, if you, I have a friend whose sister-in-law is a novelist and she says... Um, if you don't want me to, if you don't want me to write about it, don't do it in front of me. <laughs> um, but you know, with, with screenwriting, it's all a little, a little couched. You know, it's all a little bit, and, and often people don't recognize themselves. Mm. Um, so I, I actually don't write a lot. Like I adore Nora Ephron. I mean, I just worship Nora Ephron. But I couldn't. I'm not self disclosing enough to do that. You know, like I admire people who write super personal essays, but I prefer to write in code. Yeah. So a lot of times the people that, but I did, I don't know if we were going to go back and talk about actual sleepovers, but oh, I did want to say, because I don't know if you've had, I'm sure you've had people like this on, on the podcast before, but you know the girl at the sleepover who's crying because she wants to go to sleep? Oh, no. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> the girl who's at 12 o'clock is like, guys, I'm really tired. I'm just really tired. Can we just like, oh, you guys are being really loud. <laughs> I was the girl who wanted to go to go home. Oh no! Well, I, I mean, I, I did. I had a thing with my dad where I would call him, and then he would say, "Do you want to come home?" So that I w- didn't have to say it. My mom would do that. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you'd but, have a code word. But when I did, yeah, I was I just telling the story. So my best friend from childhood is this woman, Patty, and I just saw her this weekend because she flew in for the bar mitzvah, and we became best friends in eighth grade because I had a sleepover at my house. I can I like vividly remember this, and my my bedroom was right above my parents' bedroom. And my parents were a little older, and they're first-generation immigrants, and the sleepover whole thing for them is a little weird. And these girls were being so loud, and they would not go to sleep. And it was like 2 in the morning, and my dad kept coming up and saying, you have to go to sleep, you have to go to sleep. And I was in eighth grade, um, you know, frizzy hair, the whole thing. And... um, I remember I said, I was like, guys, you really need to go to bed. My dad's really tired. He has to go to work. You guys are being so terrible. And they were continued jumping on the bed oh, no. and like being noisy. And I finally decided, well, I'm just going to go to sleep. And I was lying next to Patty in these sleeping bags. And after a minute, this little tiny hand just shot out of her sleeping bag and over into my sleeping bag. And she held my hand. Oh, oh my that God. is so sweet. Yeah. She could tell. That's like a friend for life. A friend for life. I just saw her this weekend. That was in eighth grade. 
in the 80s and we're still super close friends because I was I am the uncool person at the sleepover <laughs> that's exactly who I am because I can't stay up late I've never stayed up late I've never stayed up all night in my entire life really, really? never ever even as a never. even as a writer you've never, never. Like, pushed yourself nope to in college never no I procrastinate but I just like nope I can't I'm the person who is like yeah the sensible person who's like are you guys smoking? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I found out at some point in high school that my friends were all smoking and that no one had told me for, like, two years. Oh, they so, like, we're not even going to try to make you smoke. It's <laughs> not I just thought happen. I was going to, like, be super judgy. and Yeah. Yeah, so I was, like, the, um, the unfun person at the sleepover who, like, wanted to brush my teeth and, like, tuck in for a little night-night. No donuts in the... We, when there were donuts in the morning, that was, like, the most exciting. I think we hosted the sleepovers a lot at my house. Like... We didn't. Yeah, because my parents were... We were kind of feral children, so my, we would run into the <laughs> oh, woods. Oh, that's the house and, you want to go to. Yeah. My parents were fine. They were just like... Uh, I think they wanted boys, because all three of us girls were like out catching tadpoles and probably... <laughs> I like that. Uh, probably um, tetanus and all kinds of things, but... I think we did a, a dare once where one of the girls had to go flash a car driving by. I mean, we were like 11. So what is there to flash? We were terrible. <laughs> I, and I was the girl who made, I made other girls smoke cigarettes. Like their first, oh, I gave them sure. their first cigarettes. Oh, wow. I don't know. Yeah. Where did you get the cigarettes? Uh, oh, there was a Coco's by our house that had a waiting area and that had a machine. So we would get quarters and we'd sneak oh in God. on our hands and knees and put the quarters in while no one was looking. Oh my, oh my God. God. And like just press any button because we didn't know what kind of cigarettes to smoke. You're like danger gnomes. That I know. terrifying. Yeah. Can you imagine if you were a waitress at Coco's and you sent an 11-year-old <laughs> with quarters, you'd be like, just go ruin your own life. <laughs> yeah, go like, ahead. I'm a waitress at Coco's. Like, <laughs> okay, I have enough amazing. things to handle at this moment. <laughs> that's good. So were you, um, so you were always kind of like the good kid growing up. What's kind the, of annoyingly so. Have you regret? Have you done anything where you really regretted it? Um, I, most of my misbehavior had to do with boys. I was very boy crazy and um, particularly in college, like I look back on college and I wish that I had spent less time chasing after boys. That's kind of all I did. Um, I mean, I did extracurriculars and maybe I did some homework, but I, <laughs> you know, when I went to college, it was like such a concentrated population of like cute people your age and like anytime you went to the dining hall it was like it just seemed it was just such a fish in the barrel situation yeah. uh. and I had been kind of nerdy in high school I dated a couple people but I hadn't really like so in college I was really boy crazy and chasing boys and that's mostly what I did so most of my misbehavior has been in that area well maybe you got it out of your system kind of early yeah, I mean, I was very... I mean, early, the, by early, a, I mean college, <laughs> which is not early. For me, as a 19-year-old goth virgin, yeah. that was like... Ooh, that was young for me. Was college exciting when you saw... When you were dating your high school sweetheart. I was dating my also goth high school sweetheart. So I went. I walked into the mess hall in like Santa Barbara, and everyone was blonde, and I was goth and already had a boyfriend. So I was like, <laughs> fuck. Like I, That's so funny. I, Santa I Barbara is the most like sorority you know yeah it's the least gothy place yeah. and i was and i was also straight edge so there'd be like kids walking down the hall with like 24 packs of natural light to go get hammered Maddie. and i'd be like you guys we have an ocam test tomorrow <laughs> right and listening to nine ish nails too um, let's ask another slumber party okay. question wanna oh so do you have a ghost story yes um i don't or you know i'm paranormal not, i don't have i'm like the least metaphysical person <laughs> in the world like my friends know this like someone was trying to show me a video on their phone of ghosts that they thought were in their bed in their baby's room and I was like you know you just don't want to show it to me like it's going to be no fun because ghosts don't exist 
and they don't oh, exist. that's all bullshit but babies are like a that's what scared the shit out of me yeah this this friend of mine was convinced that there were ghosts on her the video the video on her baby monitor but what it's like an infrared like? it's an yeah. infrared camera you're yeah. gonna see weird shit on that like everything's it's i'm not the right per i'm not the right person for any of this like t- no don't talk to me about your reiki practice like <laughs> i just we don't just believe did. in any of that any of it my girlfriend just said to me i was like uh, my back's been hurting i'm gonna go to a chiropractor and she was like do you want to go to my healer and I was like, is that the person who doesn't who touches you but doesn't touch <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. I absolutely don't want to go to your healer. Yeah. I mean, it's it's to me, it's fraudulent. I believe in science. Yeah. Right? Rachel and I share this. Um, and so I'm so the wrong person. So like a ghost story for me, I mean, murdery real life stuff is much scarier. Ghost yeah. stuff doesn't scare me. But like when you're a kid and you tell like real life murdery stories. Oh, well, yeah. 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 When you're a child and you traumatize each other with things that oh. can actually happen Well, the to shit you. we used to be able to get away. Like unsolved, unsolved mysteries alone just scared, like traumatized me. But oh, those, right. are those like spooky ghost things or are those murdery no, things? No, that was a TV show where they were like, here's some spooky ghost shit and it was hilarious. But then some like murdery stuff. Right. Well, there was always the uh, there was always America's Most Wanted on right. Sunday night. And you're like, hi, the, here's a guy who's like, my child got eaten by someone. Here are some other people who are eating children like that and on a Sunday yeah. night on America's so Most Wanted. So I will Wanted tell you, terrifying. when I was in seventh grade, there was a family in our town oh and God. there were three brothers and the oldest brother was in military school, and he came home on a break from school, and he killed his entire family, <gasps> mother, father, and both his brothers. Not cool. Oh, I think they made a, a TV movie out of this. Um, I don't know that they made a t- TV movie about this specific thing, okay. but it was in, in this town that I grew up in, uh, Montvale, New Jersey. There's a book about it. Mm. And it was, you know, so everybody was like, oh, my brother was supposed to sleep over that night. You know, <sighs> everybody knew somebody who was connected to this thing. And the details of the of the murder were really gruesome and horrible, oh and um, but it was like it was also like a pre-internet thing where it was like people had sort of heard a little bit and heard details, and I heard he went up in the attic, and I heard, you know, somebody was hiding, and so that stuff is really scary, and like the thought that somebody would snap like that, that stuff is. I used to read a lot of true crime, like Anne Rule. Anne Rule's guys, amazing. Anne Rule I have is a, the bomb. I have a true crime podcast because I'm obsessed with murder, <gasps> and one of the themes She's is. The I want to hear your hometown murder. It's the thing that affected you so much. Right. And you remember, and you like, that shit to me is fascinating. You, it's a, oh, there's your hometown member, and then there's the kid who died of cancer yeah. from your hometown. Mm-hmm. I had le- leukemia for my, for my, in my grade, the right. kid that I had a crush on died you of did not. You did not have leukemia, but... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, did that sound that like just that? Sound like, I had leukemia. <laughs> raising my hand. No, no, no. David Rapp. Knock on wood. Yeah, oh, no. everybody has. Those are the kind of you know like close in traumas when you're a kid that really stick with you. Totally. Those, co- yeah, like when you're when you're a kid, the the only thing that can really take you down is cancer or a murderer. When you're a kid, pretty totally. much car like, accidents. Right, right, right. Yeah, Not, I guess a car accident. I, I'm on Xanax, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> just to handle it. Um, okay, so yes. you're not so you're not afraid of ghosts, but you're afraid of living people making oh, you I'm, into a ghost. I think human beings are what we don't need ghosts or yeah. we, what's scarier than human beings? <laughs> Nothing. Do- rabid dogs can be vicious. <laughs> nope. Uh, sharks. What about wheat threshers? Have you ever met a wheat thresher that stopped to ponder whether or not they should? thresh you to death. That's a wheat thresher. I don't know. It's like a machine that can spit your body into pieces. Oh, falling in, I'm more chipper. afraid I'm more afraid of falling into a wheat thresher than I am of getting murdered. What about a wood chipper? 
Yeah, wood chipper. That Something like that. That yeah. sounds awful. Just because the way you die would be so awful. I think a guy actually no fell. Back. You would think, how the fuck do you fall into a, a wood chipper? But a guy like legit fell into a wood chipper a couple of years ago. I feel like people fall into things in factories all the time. Oh, I know. We don't know become, about that. And become cheese whiz. Do you know that there was knows. a guy? <laughs> oh, she want to hear a horrible one? No. Okay. Give it to in one sentence. Say it. Okay, he fell into a vat where they cooked tuna for tuna cans. Thank you for making that into one sentence. That's oh, and he didn't horrible. get and he was he didn't get out. They accidentally locked him in. Yep, I, I read that. And he got cooked with he got tuna. Cooked with tuna. tuna. Like, can't it be chocolate? That's like the lady who froze herself in the cryonics. Yes. Thing. Whoa, she just walked right into it, right? Oh, and she's yeah, like, cryotherapy. No, yeah, she I worked there. That. She worked at once doing it alone it. after hours, and so she couldn't get out. Don't do Here's that. the thing. Don't with, do don't, it. Don't do it. Here's the thing with murders is I I have more faith that I will accidentally freeze myself or put myself into a vat of tuna than I have <laughs> than I have a lack of faith in humans to kill me. Yeah. Like I'm I'm pretty much like if I'm going to go down prematurely it's going to be my own fault. <laughs> but if you read the paper like just what people are capable any day yeah. that you pick up the paper like domestically, you know, the the metro section, the you know what people do to children. Yeah. It's just, you know, what we're capable of as human beings, that's scary enough for me. I don't, you know, the the metaphysical woo-woo stuff, I just... That's why me. I want to know as much as I can, because I feel like the more I know, the less likely it'll happen to me. Uh-huh. And the more, um, like, on guard I'll be. Well, that's why right. humans, I mean, that's why we're so curious. Like, when you hear that somebody was in a car wreck or something, you want to hear, what, where were they? What were they? Oh, well, they were wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's that's right, right. I would have just been smart enough to know, you know. Totally. In preparation. Actually, this is a good segue into another slumber party game we haven't played in a while it's called kill me now oh boy and it's your most embarrassing moment (laughs) oh gosh gosh i have a lot um well when i was like 14 15 i i grew very i was like five two at the beginning of the year of 10th grade and then like five seven and a half at the end so when that happens it's yeah yeah your body's so weird traumatizing yeah um, so I was very awkward and gangly and <laughs> I went to school where you had to dress code and you had to wear skirts and somebody was chasing me outside of the back of the school, some boy, and I was running down and I had little, um, heels on and my little skirt and I was running and to get away, I thought it would be cute to jump over this like stone oh. fence. Oh no. Oh God. So I kind of go up to awkwardly jump up <laughs> oh, over the stone fence my skirt though won't let my legs go far enough apart so my legs just just picture like two legs going like four inches apart then my heel catches on the edge of the uh, stone thing I flip forward I land like in a runner's hurdle with my skirt above my um, panties and at that moment bell rings everybody exits class no yeah someone's telling that story right now about watching that happen yep I and I was like, thud on the ground. Oh. And I remember the feeling of thud and looking up into the trees and being like, oh, oh. And then trying to pull my, and I remember, you know, it's so funny how women, like, you have total recall of every outfit you wore for every stressful thing. Yep. Like, right. I remember this gray wool kind of pencil skirt with a little pleated top. It was, it was, that's my, that's We my both winner. got pantsed in, in when we were younger, <gasps> yeah. so we understand. Somebody deliberately pantsed. Yeah. yeah we well, were I pantsed myself. <laughs> At least you don't hate someone who sometimes you see on Facebook and you're like, that bi- that's the bitch that, that pants me. Yeah. yeah, you can only look at the mirror and say, that's, that's the girl the that <laughs> fell over a fence. It's me again. How did you recover from it? 
Did you? you? Know, you grew up I don't know. Successful. I remember standing up and just sort of like, well, I went to a pretty small high school. Everyone was, was basically pretty nice, so it wasn't too bad. Have you had an embarrassing moment lately, Allie? I feel like I have them often. This morning's embarrassing moment was giving you the wrong address to the studio. Oh, that's That's pretty embarrassing. I mean, what I do now regularly is I don't know anyone's name. Oh, I yeah, don't know anyone's either. name. No, no, no. So people come up to me. They greet, greet me warmly. Mm-hmm. And I just have to talk to them long enough so that I can figure out. Allie has a good trick for this. I have a this. trick for this. Oh, my God. Okay. You say, how is work going? And then they'll say, the library's great. The library's great. We and so you'll figure branch. out if you know them from that. Or yeah. they'll say, when was the last time I saw you? Yeah. And then you're like, okay. It was. But personally, if I saw you out somewhere, I'd be like, hi, Georgia from Slumber Party. I, like, I would tell, because I'm terrified. Of- I don't. I am the exact same way. I will introduce myself to my husband. <laughs> Me too. Like, I do not presume. Nope. That anyone has retained my name at all, ever. No. But when people come up to you and you can tell that they're, like, not happy about the fact yeah. that you don't remember their name. It kills me. Even though, and then sometimes I'll, I'll run into someone and they'll be like, tell me your name again. And it's fine. And I don't care. And I, why don't I do that? I don't know. I don't, I'm never, if someone doesn't know who I am, I'm relieved. Because that means whatever <laughs> I did last time I saw you, apparently it's it like, doesn't not register. horrible. You didn't offend them. Right. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, oh, there's... Allie. Yeah, or you'd probably remember it, like if they did something embarrassing. But that's why when I when I greet someone that I do know, I'll like scream their name at them because I'm so, like, this is how much I like you. I fucking. But don't you ever know. have the thing where it's like someone you know well? Yeah. And as you're about to say their name, you have this moment of like, yeah. what if I'm not sure? Yes. And I know this person well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think that happens when you like when you work on sets. I think that happens. Yeah. Oh my god. Because, or if you work in in like if your job involves a lot of faces in mm-hmm. any capacity even when I was a waitress that would happen to me because I'd be like do I go on a date with this person or do I just know what they order <laughs> every lunch like there's that your brain just has too many to catalog or yeah, something yeah I picture my the names in my brain like instead of being like a sleek iPhone they're like one of those old Rolodexes that like James Garner <laughs> used on Rockford File but they're like stuck with like tons and tons of cards it's just I know too many people at this point oh my god Rockford Files I've been watching that lately the best it's on how much do you have a crush on him he's the who's hotter he's the he's the hottest and then also um what's the one with where he has the eye and he's the he's the um detective let me ask you one more question Columbo Columbo yeah thank you you forgot his name and that's okay I forgot Columbo's (laughs) name he's fine with it he's okay with it he doesn't care those shows are on after wrestling and and since Vince is obsessed with wrestling we just watch a shitload of Rockford Files in Colombo. You have to watch wrestling? I have to watch. Well, yeah. I, I, so are you into it? I am now into it. Wow. Yeah. That's great. It's fun. It's opera. It's op- Yeah, it's a fucking opera without the singing, thank God. Wow. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's That's fun. That's also nice of you. I know. Yeah. I know. He watches murder shows with you and you he watch does. wrestling shows yeah. with him. Yeah. That's true. It's all very light and... <laughs> yeah, we keep it real murder, light. Murder, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, so what are you watching when you are... You have enough on your plate... Crazy X, by the way, once again, love the show. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I'm so obsessed. So, do you guys watch Girls? Oh, I, yes, and that's going to be my. I got to tell you, <gasps> this Girls season, this season, killing it. I was telling someone like I've become the person who like that's how I start conversations with people. Like, yes, Girls is crushing it this year, well, we, guys. We do fuck that at the end. That was going to be the thing I love because fucking, dude. Uh, it's. I mean, first of all, I'm a huge, huge Girls fan from the beginning. And I think they're geniuses. And I think, you know, our show, I don't think would be on the air without Lena. Um, but 
And I think, you know, Lena and Jenny, who write the show, I think are just brills. Totally. But there's something about this season, like they've gotten to this point where it almost feels like they were building towards this. And the Hannah stuff this year, like when he says, um, I'd like to believe that I was the only, I'm the only person who gets to see your vagina. And he walks away and she goes, it's summer. And then she says, (laughs) when she says to him, this is the realest thing I've ever heard. She says... I, and I'm fully grown. Sorry about that. I've, I've been meaning to get a wax. Like, I say that. I'm so sorry. I've been meaning to get a wax to my to Vince all the time. And it was like, yes, that is exactly yeah. what we say. Great. We need to talk about laser later. Right. Yeah. I'll, oh I'm, all, yeah, I'm laser. all for laser. Yeah. It's all laser. Although then you have to be real comfortable with the sight of your own vagina forever. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that show I adore. I watched all of Togetherness. Which oh, fuck. Sadly These are my is, two is, fuck vets. I haven't watched either. Ending. The last episode I watched twice. And I don't cry. And I cried twice at the very end. I really, the main thing for me in that show is... Uh, Amanda Peet, I can't even. Uh, can't she, even bug dead uh, on the ground. She is a, she's so a treasure. Good. She's so good. From she's her, so good. Everything about that show. And then I watched the OJ thing, which I loved. Obsessed. Sarah Paulson, Courtney Vance. Obsessed. I mean, everybody was great. Um, yeah, because we're on hiatus right now, so I have time to yes. watch TV. Are you watching Better Call Saul? You know what? This is... You want, oh, talk about embarrassing. My husband... <laughs> My husband and I have six episodes left in Breaking Bad. Oh, six! You're on the home I know. stretch. I'm jealous. I know. I'm jealous that you get a deal. You get to watch that. I know. So I feel like I want to finish Breaking Bad yeah. and then start Better Call Saul. You got it. Yeah, six. You can knock that out. I know. In one afternoon. I know, but not when you have kids. Right. No, just neglect them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know how to make a sandwich. Yeah, the binging really gets cut. You know, now there's some shows that the kids can binge with us. Yeah, and so when we find a show like that. It's it's pretty great now that they're older. They can watch things that are. I'm I'm pretty, I'm pretty lax about what I let them watch. Yeah. We watch Broadchurch together. I don't know if you guys watch Broadchurch. That's the one in Eng- the yeah, English. Broadchurch. Yeah. Brills. We watch Fargo together. Yeah. Fargo. This last season was so beautiful. Yeah. I can't stand it. So my kids are some. You know some things they're. Yeah. They're into it. It's like you know. how much of a how much of a sociopath do you want to make them? Do you want to make them? Yeah. On this? Average. Yeah. Or do you want to let them watch like? I'm pretty. I mean, I'm. I'm 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 a little. If it's a really if it's something really good, I'll let them watch. Especially my older son is 16; is huge into movies. Do you let them curse? Oh my god, I'm yes. real cursy. Oh good, okay. Oh that must how liberating must I'm that real be? Cursy. Yeah. I once said to my kid, my older son, when he was like 10, and I was angry at him about something. I said, you know, we only have one real rule in our house. I had this epiphany. We have one rule in our house, and the rule is don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like 10 years old and he was like I see what you're saying oh my god uh, that's our rule don't be an asshole it covers everything it co- like don't leave your shit on the floor don't be an asshole yeah don't, don't be, be shitty rude. to other people don't right. be an asshole that's, yeah that's, you know that's a good rule for do your life. homework don't be an asshole yeah right you know? it's really good so if they and if they swear around you you no see my parents care. also my mom's French my dad's Israeli mm-hmm. so I grew up with people swearing in multiple languages all day long and I didn't really understand there's a lot of things that I didn't understand about manners because my parents are not Americans <laughs> and one of them was like you know you use the best word and if it's salty language my mother speaks five languages and she can swear liberally wow, in all of them. yeah that's impressive yeah so I just don't I don't not not a thing I if it's the right word, it's the right word. Also, I think as a writer, I mean, one of the things about doing Crazy X, we it was originally for Showtime, and now it's on um, CW, and so there's lots we can't say, but you know what we can say? Bitch. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And that you may have noticed okay. we say it a lot, because <laughs> I consider that like a pretty legit 
swear word. And um, we had one of the songs on the show is called "You Stupid Bitch." <laughs> um, they did ask us to cut down the numbers of bit number of bitches. There were like thirty four, and they asked us to like, could you cut it down to like sixteen? <laughs> um, but so we really relish any time we can use anything which resent. But that's one of the uh, truly the hardest thing about not doing the show on Showtime is not nudity or content or whatever it yeah. is. It's just that everybody in that show would say fuck every other yeah. word, like you know, and we just can't. So that's. But I, I, but I love us where I love that the O.J. Simpson show kind of like I feel like it, it gave us a lot of room. Like she says motherfucker in it. Yeah. Oh. And I love that. Like, I feel like it kind of pushed the pushed the, the envelope a little more. So yeah. maybe you'll get some you'll get some. Extra well, work. FX is cable. That's true. And CW is broadcast network and it's got affiliates. It's a it's a kind of a different setup. Right. So but motherfucker on even on FX seems like a big yeah, one. It did. Yeah, I you don't hear that. enough motherfuckers. No, no I know. It's a good that. one. And it was used really well. Yeah. Sarah Paulson like got a fucking oh, hit she's it. So good. Ugh. Um let's do can we do midnight secret snack? Okay. Yeah. And then we'll do fuck that, which I now have to think of two new fuck that's because the fuck that is one thing we love and one thing we hate. Oh, okay. And mine was literally gonna be that that Girls uh, in Togetherness. Togetherness got got canceled oh. and that I loved the season of girls. Boom. All right. And I so have nothing I'm, you pre-fucked so it. Midnight snack is like what you eat when yeah. Your yeah. secret. Yeah. Yeah. No one's around. Okay, so this will really make you guys fully understand how I was the sleepover douche. <laughs> I don't eat at night. Get like out. how from what time till what time? Well, I'm actually we're like such an early eater that like I'm not really hungry after 9:30, 10 o'clock. I got to do that. So I don't really eat and I'm not hungry at night. And I've just kind of trained myself. Like if I had to eat food at midnight. So the exception to that is when you're on set. Right. And you're having weird hours. Um, and then my drug of choice is I really w- love. And the, the crafty guys know this. So they come and they bring it to me in the basket. Like, I, you know, when you get like a bowl and it has like a mini Twix, a mini Snickers, <sighs> a mini... Butterfinger. Mini Butterfinger. Exactly. Yeah, I mean. think I've only ever eaten a mini Butterfinger. Me too. But it's like small mini versions of the big... So if I'm going to like eat a weird bowl of weird snacks <laughs> that are going to make me feel dirty and like I need to purge and cleanse, it's that. That's a good one. Yeah. You know when you like you check your pockets of a coat and then you find a bunch oh. of those little wrappers and you're like, oh, I forgot I did that. that, that oh no, I thought you were going to say you find like a little Milky Way in there and you're like, yes. Oh, that never happens. Whenever, that doesn't get past. That doesn't get past security. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> I eat a mini one, I'm always like, why don't I do this more often? Right. But then I would never, yeah, I would never buy a Butterfinger, even never. though they're, they're, they're the best. Oh, I'll buy a Butterfinger. I've done that. You'll, 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 you'll just go do... into a store and like take a Butterfinger and put it on the counter and buy yeah. it. Yeah, Some, but sometimes it's, what time of day? Probably, I'd say like a four after four in the afternoon. With like a coffee a, or just solo? No, probably probably with something super shitty like a diet Dr Pepper. You send me like, you send me I photos. Doing? You send me photos a lot of your um your purchases on the conveyor belt at the grocery store, right. and it's, it's like sad. it's fun. No, I love when you do that. Oh, when you're yeah, when you're just you're having an afternoon and you have to go by like, by toothpaste and toilet paper, mm-hmm. and you're oh. like, well, yeah. I deserve this. But, like, why Why am I putting, like, a Diet Pepsi and, like, Skittles in my body ever? That's, even That's not even a Diet No, Coke. but I'll do, like, a Diet Dr. Pepper in a candy bar if I really am in, like, if I, it, it has to feel like I'm going to die if I don't eat this. I remember when I was really little, not really little, but when I was a girl and, like, first starting to deal with hair, you know, hairy legs and all this stuff, and my, a friend of mine, we were talking about Nair. People don't use Nair anymore, do they? I have a bottle of Nair. And yeah. my friend was like, Nair is basically like applying cancer to your body. <gasps> is it really? She's like, what's in there that's dissolving that's true. hair? It's I've burning. used it. It's burning. It burns the hair off. I'm never going to be able to get pregnant. It dissolves. Because I used it. Because you used Nair. Because 
Yeah. The things that you do to get the mate make right. you unable to reproduce. <laughs> right. I know. Right. Right. I know. The chemicals you've ingested to make yourself attractive. I'm not quite sure what lasering your entire reproductive area will do to you. I think you did the whole thing. Here, we don't need to talk have about you ever it. Gone, have you ever gotten upsold? Oh, okay. She was like, this is appalling. You need to get rid of all of it. See, I'm, 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 a, I'm a really, again, this seems to be a podcast about how old I am, but I'm just from a different generation. My husband doesn't understand that whole thing. Like, he came of age where, like, play, everybody in Penthouse had a giant bush. Huge <sighs> bush. So he's not really understanding. So I'm, I do what, you know, like, more is the tasteful uh, landscaping. Wow, I'm talking right. about this publicly. Oh, sorry. Um, it's, we cover this. Yeah, a lot. Many because times. the complete thing, I just, I don't know. I no, don't prefer it's... it. And I, I'd rather, I prefer that a guy doesn't prefer that because it's... You have pedophile Yeah, things. tendencies. Yeah. I don't well, think that's true. a lot of guys, but see now from what I'm told, the guys like it pretty barren. Yeah. Well, it's, everyone's gotten a tattoo that they regret. Not right. everyone has. I don't. <laughs> but I did understand the miracle of laser while I was dating someone who was not a Bushman. And now we're not dating. And <laughs> and it's like you've marked yourself. You've tattooed yourself. It won't grow. It grows back eventually. No. Here's a laser doesn't. We Fuck. broke up about two weeks after my... <laughs> my God. No. He owes you. He does. He might. Well, I broke. I broke up with him, so it was all my pride. It's all. Oh, okay. This is all my own undoing. Okay. But um. But it was one of those things where I was like, fuck. What can't? They're People gonna say have the bush is coming back. Is it coming back? And mine's not. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Yours is gone. I, I, think it's it, I think there are like you know fluctuations in the same yeah. way that like with fashion, it's like the bush is okay. Bush isn't okay. Right. But you know, I think let's just say that a tasteful, not completely nude. Is okay, right? Yeah, let's tasteful triangle. Actually, I was at I was at I was at the ladies' day spa the other day, the Korean day spa, and so like there was a the like best. a plethora of the bush. Best. Oh my god, it's the best. It's the best. And you know, you can't help but like look at women's bodies. Fascinating. And, and it was like I can I can't look if they see me looking at them. I've t- I can't oh, I, I avert everything. I stare. No. And the girls who had the landing strip, I thought it was pretty gross. I think it's not flattering to one's thighs. No. I think it makes your thighs look Or bigger. your vagina. <laughs> you know? Isn't it great when you run into someone you know at a spa like that, and then you become really super interested in like a point in the middle of their eyebrows? Yeah. Like yep. you're just like so determined not to look at their boobs. And I want to ask friends to go with me. Like yeah. I went with a girlfriend once and we're both like, neither of us, it was like so comfortable, but like there's certain friends that you know you can't ask to go. Because they're, yeah. Yeah. I have a theory about that. Let's hear it. I think the flat-chested ladies are more comfortable walking around naked. That's a good point. Yeah. Because it's not as sexual. I don't care. I take my clothes off right now. Me too. Yeah. I don't I have any of that. The other thing I think, Jew- Jewish girls. Really? I don't think They'll, we have no shame. I'll just take my clothes off. I Me too. Care. I don't care. Yeah, yeah Goy, I'm not like that. A pee really? in front of yeah, anyone? No. Oh. No. No, it's you like, like privacy. There's, yeah. If my I'm, husband's a never nude, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Jewish you know, or not Jewish? He's not Jewish. Mm. Uh, yeah, because we're- He's we're, not walking around naked like making a coffee. <laughs> I mean, w- you're raised with like like Jesus would prefer you not naked, <laughs> and if you are naked, you better be married. You should so, be shameful. Jesus has made it clear. Like a Korean spa is a pretty big leap to be go on, you know. But yeah, like like nudity is usually sexual, so it's like a weird. It, there's something certainly weird about it. But I went to a I went to a Korean spa with Catherine Burns, who is your choreographer, who's one of my good. Oh good, my good god! Friends. Yes, she's one of my the best, best ever. Yeah, yeah she's, she's amazing. She's the best. A guest on the on the podcast. Yeah. The best. Um, I went with her and another friend, and I 
did not glance at either of their vaginas or boobs. <laughs> and I, the whole and time. I, the did whole you time, study their eyebrows? I studied their faces. Right. It was like the most burning, intense eye burning, contact. Burning, yeah. And I was like, must uh. not break contact. And then afterward, they were both like, oh, yeah, we saw everyone's everyone. Everyone's I, everything. I was you like, you guys I, saw my vagina? They're like, yeah, we looked. Yeah, oh, I looked it. once. You and I showered together once. And I, I was like, that's what her body looks. And I'll say, I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll say, oh, you have cute tits. Just to like get it out of the way. <laughs> cute tits. Just to get it out of the way. I have no... Absolutely not. I mean, we did the um, upfronts last year, so we got picked up for our show really late. So we like rushed to New York for the upfronts, and Rachel was like thrown into this whirlwind. And she was doing a, an appearance, and they had given her some free clothes. And I went and I met her at the thing. I should have come earlier, but anyway, I met her at the thing, and she was wearing this pink thing that was very cute, but I knew wasn't going to be flattering on camera. And so I was like, do you have any dresses in your um, hotel room? And she was like, yes. So we sent somebody over to get, like, pull a few of her dresses. And she had this skinny pencil dress that I, I knew would be more flattering on her. So she goes and gets the dress. And she comes back. And I realize she doesn't have the right undergarments at all. Oh. Um, so we're, like, grabbing Spanx from somewhere. She's got the wrong shoes. I give her my shoes. We pull the Spanx up on her. She and I, like, pull the Spanx up. We take her <laughs> panties off. Oh. Oh and she runs off to go on stage and I'm holding Rachel's panties in my hands. <laughs> oh my still warm. And I was like, still warm. And I was like, oh, I need to find a place to store these Deposit panties, them. like to put these panties so that Rachel can find them later. And then I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> and I just threw them in the trash. And I she looked great. It. And she went out holding this dress that we had just, I mean, wearing this dress we had just gotten two seconds before and my J. Crew. Um, Shoes. I love. Oh God! Yeah. That was a missed uh, fiscal opportunity. You probably could have sold them, <laughs> given the fan base. But I did. Oh notice, my God! Yeah. This last episode, this last week, there yeah. was uh, there was panties in the pocket yes. reference, and I, I appreciate yeah. that. Yes. Very We've much. all been there. Um, yes. Should we do fuck that? Yeah. yeah, let's do fuck that. Fuck that is a game we play where it's one thing you love so much you would lay it down and okay. slow bone it tenderly and mm. caress it, and then one thing that you hate. So much. Okay. Like, fuck that. But you we guys start... go and then I'll think about it. Okay. We start uh, with a negative. That way yeah. we can end on a positive okay. note. So we'll end with your positive one. Oh okay. my God. I like need. Okay. Okay. Something you hate, Georgia. Uh, literally, mine says girls' new season. Yes. No, but you don't hate that. That's I mean, I love right, that. Right. Okay. No, no, no. We're doing fuck that. Okay. Allie, what your, one what thing I hate? hate? Uh, it's it's a combination of hatred and just despair and sadness. I am I'm using this as a platform to announce the demise of my mug. What? Um, your mug. I have this mug that I've just been, it just goes with me everywhere. It's my tea mug. I, I purchased it in this rustic, wonderful store in the backcountry of Maine on a solo like trip I went on by myself. And I just carry the thing around. It's it's so capacious. It holds 24 ounces nice. of tea. Thank you. It's roomy as hell. It's known. Everyone knows Allie's mug. This mug is like my plus one to things. And yesterday I dropped it and broke it in the gutter. And its remains are now in a bush outside of my <gasps> home. Because I was re I was like, I can't put these. So I have to have a proper burial. But um, oh. that's one thing I hate. But I will go jump straight into my fuck yes is that the outpouring of support online <laughs> is absolutely warm. Has anybody it's found beautiful. like that exact mug to send you? No, but I probably could track it down. It was from Green Tea Roasters in Maine and it was oh, just Oh, I think one's on mug. its way to you. Right. I bet. Yeah. Perhaps. I bet. But yeah. I am so shocked at how many people are like genuinely like, I'm really sad for you. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was fucking hilarious how it broke because we were, she, I was picking her up yesterday. She put the mug on top of my car and then I hear this crash. Oh. 
It was so sad. <gasps> but it was filled with scalding oh, yeah, hot that sucks. green tea, which spilled all the way down my back and into my purse. And not oh. a drop went anywhere other than on my body or in my <laughs> oh purse. My God. So I had a burn mark down my back and my nice leather purse just filled with 22 ounces of hot tea. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, it's That's dead. Terrible. But thank you, guys. You guys are all wonderful in the Slumber Party podcast Facebook group in particular. The memes you made tickled me. <laughs> anyway, Georgia, what do you hate? Okay, the thing I hate... Um, so I have Invisalign now. So I'm getting my teeth fixed. And it, what it does is it pushes, it spaces and pushes your teeth back. So I can't eat a fucking thing without getting like half of it stuck in my teeth. Souvenirs. And it's disgusting. Ugh. It's grossing me out. So like that's, that's I'll floss and I'll be like, well, that is something I ate for breakfast and it's disgusting. So oh, I have these brush picks oh, that I can give you. Please. I have clean ones in my purse because I keep them. That's another fuck that. They're these things called brush picks and they're these little white things. You can get them at like Albertsons or whatever. And you just you use the rubber them. ones or the ones with the brush. No, this is tiny brush. On yeah. Them. Yeah. I know from that. And my dad. Just, yeah. yeah. My dad's a big tooth. There. My dad's yeah. still like leaving a restaurant. Do you want a toothpick? Like yeah. that's him. And so now I'm, <laughs> I'm like, a yes, I want a toothpick. Yeah. So fuck, fuck food in your teeth. So what's going to be your, your, hell yeah. What's you, your, well, let's do last. We'll oh, okay. Right. We do the fuck yeah. that. I yes. jumped to mine. All right. Now here's what my fuck that is. Okay. And it's it's particularly bad because I hate it, but I I fear that I'm actually going to sign on for it. So these new jeans that are like they're showing are very. Do you know what I'm talking about? Which no. are like they're called crop flares. Oh no! Mm. Yeah. So they're like kind of high waisted. Yeah, you know, Ali knows what I'm talking yeah. about. They're kind of high waisted, and then they're like fitted through here, so they give you like the teardrop butt, and then they're they go to about here, and they're very wide. No. Just Google crop flares, and you'll see them. They're. They're they're basically the culottes that I wore in seventh grade, but like a new version of. But it's a jean culotte. No, and and usually they have like thready things happening. Mm-hmm. This is from the nineties. Yeah, fuck that. But here's the thing about me: I'm such a trendy asshole <laughs> that I know that I will try them on, and I know I will convince myself that one pair of these magically looks good. But yeah. they're terrible, and I need to keep it in mind that they're. Really, really unflattering and gross. Flare, flare should flares. never come back. Crop flares. Boot cut even should never happen again. Boot cut, I feel like, could rehappen in kind of a cute way. On yeah. girls, on girls, Jessa wore these like super cute. Oh, she looked amazing. In the those. yellow striped shirt, yes, she wore like a play. little like boot cutty. Yeah, but she's almost the flare. cutest thing in the and world. And then and then clogs. She was, looked great. Yeah, she's fantastic. But the crop flares. No, let's no. let's all say no together. Yeah. No. 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 I, I hereby make a pledge. No crop flares. No you can have crop, crop pants. Flares. You can have flares. Don't give me a crop flare. And okay. if you do it, don't give it to me with some waist that goes up to my navel. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not prepared for I that actually, much jean up top. I don't put mind the, that because... There's because a lot it, of up top jean happening. I got yeah, some. put that top jean <laughs> in the bottom jean and cover my legs, for God's sake. Yeah. I have a shirt already. Yeah, yeah, what are you yeah. doing? But Good as girl. a girl who's got a big... Um, what's it called here? The, Muffin? Uh, Big muffin top, you know, just got hips. The high waisted ones are great because it doesn't like give you the muffin top. Yeah, I like a high waisting, but there's a limit. There's I mean, the girls now are limit. really wearing things that are really, you know, making the mom no. butt, giving you the mom butt. <laughs> I'm Ellie, not, you yeah. need to do another love because you, you have another love. Oh yeah, want I'll me to do another it? love. You know what? Backpacks, you guys. Okay, fucking let's get into backpacks. Why not? In a way that's not even fashionable. Yeah. Sometimes you got to carry a bunch of books and a laptop, like a Hollister backpack. I don't. Yeah, like whatever. Just, yeah. Sure, I don't want to have to choose which of my shoulders is going to have a horrible pain <laughs> later. So I'm just going to give it to both equally. Yeah, and I, I, know it. I think if if you are carrying a laptop and a bunch of shit, I brought a backpack to the studio today. You guys, I yeah. love it. It's from yep. Target. It has foxes on it. Who cares? 
Um, the thing I love so much that I want to fuck is, and this is like gross, uh, store-bought hard-boiled eggs. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Store-bought? Like Trader Joe's has what? a bag of sealed, like a sealed bag of peeled hard-boiled eggs. And it's just the fucking most convenient lunch. And what do you I, do? You hit two of those? I'll hit two of those on a piece of toast and boom. So you'll just slice those up? Yeah. Well, you know what I have is that those amazing egg uh-huh, slicers. And, goes, <gasps> and then you put it on the piece of toast, put a little salt and pepper on there. A little sriracha. Mm. Boom. Done. Boom. And I know I could hard boil and peel my own eggs, but I don't want to. I want to buy them. I know. It's sometimes great. Sometimes I just, sometimes I, I know you got to, as soon as it boils, you have to turn it off. Right. And I always forget. And then I, the water is completely evaporated. And there's you got to get in that cooker. Yep. Yeah, got to get in that cooker. Is that a thing? That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? 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 That could be my thing. But as you get like an egg cooker, they, oh my God, I live with my egg cooker because I eat soft boiled eggs all the time. I'm oh, obsessed yeah. with soft boiled eggs. Anybody uh, who's been to my office has had soft boiled eggs. On toast? What do you do? No, I eat soft boiled eggs like out of the egg like a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, that's old school. Yeah. And then chop up some lettuce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my jam. What right is there. an egg cooker? It's an egg cooker. But what is it? It's is like it a little. Um, it's like a little egg-shaped silver thing, and it has holes. And you put the egg in it, and then there's a little cup, and you measure it, and then that tells you if you want hard-boiled, soft-boiled, whatever. Wow. Put it in. Plug it in. <gasps> walk away. Shut up. Do your stuff. <laughs> pluck your eyebrows, and then it goes beep, beep, beep when it's ready, and you have a re- totally ready egg. Because like with me, hard-boiled eggs often the store-bought ones are going to be too yeah rubbery and you know with the green around it. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. with that, you can have it made like the exact thing <gasps> oh, you want. My God. That are you like from the thing... future? Yeah, you got to get an egg cooker. For. And also, you need a large kitchen to have because I don't have. I feel no, like I don't have room. no, it's this big. It's I have one tiny. in my office at home, in my office at the show, and I'm, and at home, yeah. Dude, and my mother, my mother's big into it. Dude, yeah. I love that we pretty much just had on an egg cooking expert on the show, like <laughs> yeah, acclaimed That's screenwriter, not, but also yeah. can tell you how to cook an egg and um, a hamburger. I'm trying to think of what is something that I love so much that I want to make love to it. You don't have to necessarily. And want it. besides an egg cooker. And um, what can I think of that's amazing that I'm really digging? I mean, I would have said uh, girls, Amanda Pete, Sarah Paulson. Um, that's not oh, good. Yeah. Anything spring related you're excited about? Huh. Seasonal changes got you got you fired up. The fact Interesting. That the bar mitzvah's over. You don't have to deal with that right. anymore. Yeah. Well, um, I have some sandals I'm excited about. Fuck them. Yeah, in I got a good some way. Chloe sandals that are like a, a gladiator lace-up kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. And I do a thing, I don't know if you guys do this, but when I like something, I buy it in two colors. Uh-huh. I think Done it's it. a, like a sickness. I do so that then, too. Do you do that too? Yeah. So I bought it in a gray and I bought it in black. They're Chloe lace-up gladiators and they're they're quite cute. I'll do that or I'll buy three pairs of them. Like these shoes are from Payless and oh. I have owned four pairs of them because I'm so obsessed with them. And I they make them all the time? Too. Yeah. They're always there. Yeah, and if they're not there one day, I'm gonna fucking cry. Because like, they're just like, and you're it's di- just their ballet flats. Yeah, and they they're brown ballet flats, and they fucking match my vintage purse, and it's like boom. And are they made of leather? They're probably made by uh by tiny hands in uh, unfairly. Yeah, right. But are um, they leather? No, I think they're fake. But all the, all the better. 
Yeah. I so if they get wet or something, you're like, whatever. Totally. I don't care. You have to take one off and throw it at someone. Which I do all the time. Boom. Um, tell everyone, tell, let's end um, by telling everyone whether they can gently stalk you or do you want to plug something or? I have no way to be, I don't have an online presence. Good for you. Um, but Rachel Bloom does and she tweets about the show all the time. Please go to Hulu. Yes. And watch the finale of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend if you didn't watch it on the CW or you can watch it on the CW app. Um, it's a very exciting season finale. A lot happens. We had a lot of fun making it. And if you're a fan of the show, it has like everything you like about the show. And our guest star was Leah Salonga, um, Broadway star, who is hilarious. And it was really fun to make. And it's a great culminating episode for the show. So if you missed it on Monday night, April 18th, Fire it up on your Hulu or your CW app. Hell it's yeah. so good. Yeah, I've been, and if you haven't watched it, binge it from the beginning. It's one of the weirdest, bodiest, most hilarious yeah. shows on network TV. It's so How great funny. is what Kat Burns does, by the way? Oh, Kat Burns. Kat Burns, choreographer. She's yeah. amazing. She won't tell me what happens in the finale. <gasps> she was there for filming. She won't oh, tell yes. me. Oh, yes. Kat has She's a, a lot person. of stuff in the finale. There's, um, oh, yeah, there's some like little surprise things that Kat does and had to do that were quite complicated and um yeah there's some great shit it's it's a really fun um it's been a really really fun season and we're really rachel and i are working on season two right now and it's it's exciting it's great i love that you guys gonna make it because it's fucking awesome yeah thank you very much Um, good good ass it's a good ass show yeah as the as a as a professional critic would say (laughs) that's a damn good ass show and i learned today that jesus doesn't want me to be naked. No, he would prefer. No, nope. yeah, he would prefer that you not. That's what robes are for. Um, <laughs> Although, if you think about it, Jesus wore robes and sandals. He was kind he of like gender fluid. I have, a, was, I have a male friend whose policy on on sandals, by the way, is um, Jesus only. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think Jesus and ladies only is would be my yeah. <laughs> Wear sandals. Sandals for men. Sandal. Yeah. No. Um, well, so thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for being on the fucking show, Aileen. This was so awesome. I know. This is great. You can um, go to our Facebook. We have a Facebook group for Slumber Party Podcast. It's so much fun. You tell us what you learned and what you fucking hate and fuck that. And it's what you're eating what in you're the eating. middle of the night. Mm. There's like secret stuff because you have to join. You can't look at it. So we tell you secrets. Yeah. So um, hop in. And go to feralaudio.com and buy your whatever you're going to buy on Amazon. Buy it through the Amazon app. And listen to all Feral Audio's awesome podcasts. There's so many good ones, and you can listen to all our past podcasts. That's true. And please rate, review, and subscribe. That's how we get higher up on the comedy um, podcast yeah. list. Throw some stars at us, you guys. Please do. We actually read your reviews, too. So. We do. So don't be mean. Well, if it's constructive, you don't... Yeah, don't be mean. <laughs> Thanks Maybe for don't listening. Be mean. Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll see you next episode. Bye! Bye. Feral Audio.